Certified wine correspondent Cheryl Pounder. Uh, please uh, tell us again how your segment will work out. Well, the gentlemen here of Atlanta Zone are going to give me an Atlanta sports moment, and I will pair a wine with it, whether that is a happy moment or a sad moment or mostly sad. You know the so we don't Super have to Bowl go. We don't moment. have to go straight negative. No, no, you don't have to go straight negative. Okay. You can go. There's you know there's wine for every occasion. Sure. So just lay it on me. I'll gotcha. Okay. All right. So apparently Mark Andre has a couple of uh, scenarios that comes to his mind. So kick it off, sir. NLDS elimination game. Brooks Cotter makes four errors. Giants win. 2010. We were one strike away from winning the game. We would have had a 2-1 series lead if we had won that game. So what I'm hearing here is that this uh, this moment in Atlanta sports history was quite disappointing. Yeah. It was that, as Bobby Cox's last season. We actually had a chance to win the series and go to the NLCS, potentially. It's a good team. Um, it was a team that was decimated by injuries. Decimated. Um, and, obliterated. And, and, okay, obliterated, whatever you want to say. Uh, Chipper was out for the year. Prado was out for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had come back with a two-run pitch hit home run by Eric Hensky to take a 2-1 lead. It was the bottom of the ninth. There was We were like one strike away, and then all held. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it was, it was sad. It was sad, yes. Yeah. Incredibly sad. Disappointing, sad. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go with a, a vintage Bordeaux for this because they're very expensive. You have a lot of high expectations. And you finally open this wine, take a sip, and it's corked. Wine is bad. So you can taste oh. kind of funky mold in the wine. But Can you get your money back for that? There are no health defects that result from drinking corked wine, so it'll still get you drunk. But a sad drunk. That's mm-hmm. sad. A sad drunk. I think that's apropos for almost every Atlanta sports moment. Are you using big words now because we're doing a wine segment? <laughs> Sorry, I have a decent vocabulary. Okay. Mm. Class it up a little bit. Okay. All right, next. I like that. 2004 NLDS, game two. Oh. Braves lose game one, must win game two effectively before they go back to Houston. For call, convicted of a DUI recently, judge has given him an oh, exception yeah. where he can delay his sentence until after the season's over. Seems corrupt, but go on. <laughs> Season on the line effectively. John Smoltz comes in, just scoreless, eighth, ninth, tenth inning. Ray King comes in, pitches a scoreless top of the 11th. Game still tied. Two strikes, two outs for Call. Smacks it. Fastball into the right field bleachers. Braves win. For Call stays out of jail. All right, so this is a, a happy occasion yes. for the Braves and for Call, who no longer has to go to jail immediately, I'm, I'm guessing. Right. Uh, for Call, I believe, is from the Dominican Republic. That is not really a wine region, as far as I know. So I'm going to go take it back to the motherland and go with a Spanish cava. Basically Spain's version of champagne. It's not from the champagne region of France, so you can't call it champagne. It's a law. So cava is quite delightful. It's usually dry, not too sweet. It's perfect for celebrating special occasions. It's usually not too expensive, not so much as champagne. Much like Fercal, who signed his original contract with the Braves in 1996 for $5,000. 
and it uh, seems appropriate for celebrating this occasion. God damn. I think we have a first on this show, Graham. I think we have a new official uh, co-host dropping knowledge like that. Well, the, the first is research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a very foreign concept. Preparation. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, next moment. 1991 World Series, Game 7. Braves lose in extra innings when... <laughs> Getting to the straight the extra innings. We can't we talk can't talk about John Smoltz's splendid start. John Smoltz had a very gutsy story. What he pitched like ten innings or something. Mm-hmm. And uh Morris, went, went, pitch, went, went pitch for pitch with future Hall of Famer Jack Morris. Terry Pillinen hit a double into left center field gap. There's a guy on second, Lonnie Smith. I think it was the eighth inning. Yeah, the eighth inning. And so Lonnie Smith loses the ball in the lights. He hesitates, and instead of scoring on the double, it only gets the third. The the next play, I think, was a a double play to end the inning. The Braves would have taken the lead and then probably would have won the World Series at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead, they lost in like 13 innings or something, and it was the beginning of, not the beginning of the Atlanta sports curse, but for me in my lifetime, it was. So it seems like a... Lost opportunity. A huge lost opportunity. Could have been a World Series championship, because the Braves in the next inning shut down the Twins, uh, the, the Twins offense. So had they scored a run and the same events happened when the Braves were pitching, they would have won the championship. Okay, I think you want to go for this one with a New World style, real big California Cabernet. It's gonna be delicious. It is gonna get you real drunk. And I think that might be the goal for this situation, where yep. you feel like you had so many hopes and dreams, right? And in that one moment, they were gone. Gosh, so many depressing lines. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, cab can go either way, but for this situation, I think that's kind of what you're looking for. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I, th- I think these these are all very specific and uh, moments, and either huge glory or. Massive disappointment. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking something a little more casual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking like a Hawks win on like November 8th, 2004 or something like that. I was going to go, yeah, I was going to go Hawks, but I was going to go like, um, we're talking like maybe a December game, so the season's not fully, uh, I mean, maybe a quarter of the way through the season at this point or mm-hmm. something like that. Hawks have been down pretty big the entire game, and... Um, with about four seconds left, Kyle Korver drills a three from the corner. Um, other team chucks one down the court, and they do not convo- convert on the three-pointer uh, to win the game. And Graham and I high-five in Phillips Arena at this point, and we're saying that that was fair, mm-hmm. and then we leave the arena. All right, and this is uh, <laughs> was this a weeknight? Uh, this is like a Thursday night. Okay, okay. Thursday night. I think you're Either. looking at a uh, a GSM from the Rhone Valley in France, a Grenache Syrah Mouvedre blend. It's delightful. It's a light kind of bodied red wine. It's not going to be super high alcohol if you have to go to work the next day. Mm. I think that's the kind of weeknight, wow. you know, kind of moderate wine that you're but looking A little for. celebration. A little bit of a celebration. It's kind of special. It's not an everyday wine. It's not something you'd usually just pick off the shelf. Okay. But it's uh, it's gonna be worth your while. It's gonna be a decent price point. Nice. Okay, I got one. It was a two thousand four NFC Championship game, I believe. Yeah, four. Uh, where the Falcons played the Eagles, 
at Philly. We got our brains just beat in. We lost by like 20 points. The game was semi in reach until about the third quarter, and then it was just completely out of reach. I mean, like, we were down like 7 to 10 points the whole game until the end. Um, so you kind of have hope, but not really because you know the other team's so much better than you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you could have, if you won the game, you go to the Super Bowl, but... Right. Yeah. So if you if you won the game, it would have been a cause for major celebration. But losing is not as heartbreaking as Atlanta sports losses right. that we've seen. Yeah. Since then. It was just a it was a slow twist of the knife. Okay. Okay. I'd say uh, you're gonna want to go with something probably moderate to high alcohol in that situation, but something that you're gonna enjoy. I'd, I'd recommend a, a good Shiraz from mm. Australia. Same thing as Syrah. Most people don't think they're the same group, but they actually are. They just call it Shiraz in Australia. Shiraz. A little more, yeah, it's a little... little Sounds kind of southern. Australian. It's a little better with the Aussie accent. Shiraz. You got it. And I think that's That's going to be a little spicy. (laughs) You know, it's going to be a little spicy. It's going to burn a little bit. Okay. But it's going to feel good. Sounds like we'll need a few bottles of that Thanksgiving night. Yeah, that's a perfect wine. Mm. Yeah, well, you don't want to drink it with Thanksgiving dinner. That's not a great pairing with turkey. But you said, go with the you, 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 said you don't expect the Falcons to win, mm-hmm. but they keep it kind of close. And then but not too close. Yeah, you know, you could go Pinot Noir for that situation as well, which also will pair nicely with your Thanksgiving feast. Pinot Noir is a very difficult grape to grow. So you're saying... So you don't saying, expect it to be successful, but when it is, it's very good. So you're saying it's not all about the game situation. Well, you got to take into account what you're eating with the wine. Like, if you had told me you were eating chicken wings while watching one of these games, I may have changed my opinion. Got it. So here's another specific one for me. Um, 2018 NLDS Game 3. You're at the... This year. Yes. You're at the stadium. It's the... I don't know what you're talking about. I is it, it the second s- inning? No, I think it was third. Third inning? Something like that. It's the third inning. You're in the middle of a fresh beer run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of it... Oh, no, 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 no. I apologize. It's the... It was Freddy's. Oh, you're talking about Freddy's home run. Fifth, I thought you were talking about mm, Acuna. Is it the fifth inning? I think it's the sixth. I can't remember. Sixth inning. Yeah. So, Braves had been up big after the classic Acuna Grand Slam... And then the Dodgers came back to tie it up. And then we're just like, damn it, in another troll trudge of a game. And then you're getting a fresh beer. You're in the mood for something hoppy, though. I was, I was going for a hopsecutioner. Okay, okay. And then you just hear the crowd erupt. Freddie Freeman hit a home run to put us ahead. You chest bump a stranger uh-huh. and then hug him. Uh-huh. And then instead of ordering the hopsecutioner, what do you order? I'm going to go with a sparkling wine of Pinot Noir. It's one of my personal favorites for celebratory occasions. It is crisp and dry, so if you're looking for something hoppy, it kind of has a few of the similar aspects. Very acidic, fairly acidic, so it kind of gives you that tang on your tongue that you're looking for with a, with a hoppy beer. And it's really just a, a great celebration wine overall. Delicious, refreshing. Mm. Tastes, it tastes special. It tastes like something you wouldn't have every day. Nice. I think that's something you want to have every day. What are the odds that they sell it from the beer vendor, though? Uh, it's probably unlikely, yeah. You know, in this day and age, we can get a haircut at the stadium. 
you're buying go. wine from the beer vendor at the stadium, I may not be able to help you there. It's mm. probably not going to be the best selection. Uh, best moment in Atlanta sports history is obviously the 95 World Series. Um, Braves had the ultimate form of uh, blue balls when it comes to sport, sports teams. Uh, lost the 91 World Series, 92 World Series. Got to playoffs in 93, couldn't get the job done. 94, there was a strike. So 95, it's like, for the love of God, come on, win the fucker. Um, so they pretty much dominated the series. It was 3-2. to two. Tom Glavin pitches a one-header through, I think, eight innings. And then um, it's one to nothing. And you're at home. And you're about to clinch, and then... Let's give David Justice some credit. David Justice had a solo home run to give the Braves one nothing lead. And then it's the ninth inning, and you win it. And it's pure ecstasy with unbridled beauty. And rookie Chipper Jones. Okay. And rookie Chipper Jones wins, his, wins the World Series. Atlanta wins his first championship at that point in 30 ish years of uh, professional sports existence. Okay. I think the words, what did you say? Unbridled. Yes. Ecstasy. Yes. Pure vintage. Something along mm-hmm. those lines. Right. <laughs> I think you're going to want to go with a vintage Burgundy. Okay. Burgundy, some of the most expensive wine that you can buy from the Burgundy region of France. It is the red wines Pinot Noir, basically, but it's made out of Pinot Noir grapes and it's just very delicious and nothing you've ever tasted. Subtle, but complex at the same time. And I think that's really going to be a good wine for that occasion. If you want to go more celebratory, you could go with a vintage champagne, which is also delicious and a little festive, I'd say. I think you're really going to want to go with vintage burgundy. You're going to pay a couple grand for a bottle, but... Oof. I think think it's worth it for a championship. It's this Sunday... The Falcons are four and seven. The United win their first conference championship playoff game, one to nothing. Last second goal. You're super pumped up, but you don't really understand how the two game playoff. <laughs> I uh, for this occasion, I actually think I have the wine on hand that we would drink at that time. It's a, you know, I'd say it's it's a great wine, but it's it's more new age. It's a American Pinot Noir. Mm. So, Burgundy's the classic Pinot Noir region in the world. And then California, Oregon, Washington, making some pretty good Pinot Noir lately, especially Oregon. So, I'd maybe go with a, a real good Oregon Pinot from the Willamette Valley. Mm-hmm. They can be you know, kind of moderately expensive in price point, but very delicious, a little surprising, much like Atlanta's affinity for their new soccer team. Mm. And I think that'd be a good, uh, good pairing for a United win. Very sure. It's got me kind of excited about the United game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to drinking that <laughs> yeah. if they win. Keep in mind, we still don't know how the two game series works. Not at all. But I'm a little, little more uh, interested. Yeah, intrigued. Yeah. Um, last one for me. I don't know if you have any other ones. Okay. Last one for me is a pairing of two of the worst moments in Atlanta sports history. Perfect, Graham. <laughs> the uh, game four of the '96 World Series. Uh, we'd started the series against the Yankees. We're defending World Series champions. Defending World Series champions been in four of the last five World Series. All right, yeah. We were supposed to be the team in the 90s. Mm -hmm. We were at that point. Mm -hmm. And we were up 
two games to nothing. We have beaten the Yankees handily at their stadium, Yankee Stadium in 96. Coming home to Turner Field. Andrew Jones, two home runs, and, first two World Series at-bats. Yes, which was excellent. Um, we come home. We lose the first, uh, we lose game three. And it's like, all right, it's all right. Game four, we're up like 6 nothing. In true, in true Atlanta fashion, we blow the lead. Tom, we're coming home with Hall of Famer Tom Glavin pitching game three. Yes, we lost that like game. Two games to lost that game. I think Denny Nagel pitched game four. Um, I was there. And we were up 6 to nothing at one point. It's like the sixth or seventh inning. We're like, oh my God, we're going to win this. We'll go up 3-1. to one. It's pretty much series over at that point. Instead, we decided to put in Mark Wohlers. He gives up a, what, two or three run homer run homer to Jim Laritz that ties the game and forces extra innings. Eventually we lose the game. And uh, so we went from, could have had a 3-1 lead to now it's 2-2 and then the Yankees run away with the World Series and win it. Mm-hmm. The other scenario I will pair this with. Sorry, is, just, if I can add another footnote, I think the yeah. Yankees won 13 World Series games in a row after that. That's swell. And I'm sure that also included beating us in 99 yeah. as well when they swept us. But So I'll pair this with with uh, the Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I knew this one was coming. Um, another big lead. We Wait. don't need to recap that one. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, but the situation is very similar. Yeah. Another big lead. Yeah. You're up huge. There's no way you can possibly blow this. <laughs> and no, they do. No, no need to recap. The, the, the Super Bowl was the worst loss to me because it was actually, like, at least with the Braves, it's like you still had a chance, but it's still very much the same. It's like the death knell. It's like, mm-hmm. holy shit. If there's two moments that stick out to me more than anything, it's like the worst, Atlanta's worst moments, it's those two moments. Okay. Uh, not to discourage you from trying this particular wine, but I'm going to go Blau Frankish. Blau Frankish is an Austrian red wine. You might be making a face like Adam right now, like, what the hell is Blau Frankish? It has been compared to... Compared to <laughs> It's been compared to Gamay, which is a, a French wine that has some acclaim, depending on how it's made. And it's kind of a medium body, medium moderate alcohol, red wine. It's a little bit spicy, a little bit fruity. But mostly, it's just very unexpected. Most people don't know what Blau Frankish is. Mm. They don't see it coming. You know, mm. they might think, feeling good here. I'm feeling like a, you know, well-known California Cabernet. Like, the Braves are going to run away with this series, and then... And then they just they just blow it, and you gotta have some blau Frankish. Also, the name just kind of sounds sad. Yeah. You know, the German language is so, kind of harsh. So, it, like so it sounds like this <laughs> this wine yeah. in particular makes you happy, and then sort of makes yeah, you depressed by yeah. the end of the, it'll, uh, end of the night. It'll kind of you know it's moderate alcohol, so up front you're gonna it's it's delicious. So I recommend yeah. it, but it's it's gonna kind of hit you with that spice and the tannin, and then That's at the end of the night you might just be kind of feeling a little low. Wow. So you're telling us we drink this wine, we'll feel like something between the Jim Laird's home run and the world's in the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those are, those are their dark days, indeed. Yeah. Appreciate the segment, though. I feel like uh, classed it up a little yeah. bit for us. A whole uh, lot. I mean, that's the, the most knowledge that's ever been dropped in the history of uh, <laughs> of, of, of the show. I think, honestly. But yeah, I mean, overall, I was I was blown away by that. Every single wine you selected was perfect for the scenario we described. Well, it's good. It's a good time. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, Mark Andre, any any final words? I was wondering if we're gonna have a Hawks segment. I see they're three and thirteen, but don't 
Got any other Three and fourteen now. They just lost to the Clippers by double digits tonight. Mm. Got outscored 38-23 in the fourth quarter. Game oh. they were winning. At least Trey Young bounced back. Eric Falcon's nice game. Tra- yeah, Trey Young had uh, 17 assists. Did she said Falcon's ass? Yeah, she's been uh, hating on the Atlanta sports leader. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was going to let it slide. <laughs> Seems like it covers the Hawks. No. No. No, you're not big United game on Sunday? Oh, is it this Sunday? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, we'll watch it. Yeah. That's about all we have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pair it with the new age wine. Uh, we already covered the Braves and Bryce Harper. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not happening. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Kurt Suzuki. Suzuki, Kurt yeah. Suzuki was signed by the Nationals today to a two-year deal. So he's officially off the Braves. I, I wonder why the Braves picked... Oh, the catcher. Yeah, picked Flowers over Suzuki. Suzuki had a much better season than Flowers, I thought. But that's not our decision to make. Yeah, I... Was he more expensive? Not that much. He is making more money than Flowers. And maybe he had a better uh, rapport with the yeah, know, pitching mean, staff. Yeah, they always talk about Flowers and his yeah. relationship with the pitchers right. and all that. My question is, what does that mean for the other catching position? Are they going to go for real Muto? Are they going to sell for someone like Brian McCann? Not Brian McCann. I, I mean, I know, I know they want more of a full-time catcher. and They don't want to do the platoon thing again. Okay, so maybe the real Muto thing... Is legitimate, then we'll see. I'm not on here full time, so we'll run the Braves segment. Please do not bring Kimbrough back. Yeah, if he wants that much money, no chance. That's not happening. Regardless, he's past his prime. He's a great guy. Wish we we, we had him. Wish we had him in his prime. Hmm. Can't even be trusted with the ball with the World Series in the line. That was shocking. Don't bring him home. He, uh, you know, Chris Sale comes out of the bullpen and proposed to Kimbrell. No, that's great. I mean, it makes sense. Great move on the. Kimbrell had too much Atlanta in him to be trusted with the World Series in the line. No, no, no. I mean, like he, he didn't have a great World Series either, so it's like it made sense. It's still just though you're expecting Kimbrell to come out of the door. Great decision by Alex Cora. No. Well, on that depressing note, I think that wraps up today's episode of Atlanta Zone. <laughs> What, yeah. Over under how many weeks until we have a light, just like fun show again, and not just straight depression? I'd say at least till spring training. I put it at five and a half weeks or months. I can't remember what I said. Shows, shows. <laughs> you said weeks. <laughs> so yes, five and a half weeks. Okay, that's what I'll put it at. What do you think, Adam? The hell's gonna happen in five and a half weeks that we'll be happy about? Maybe Braves make a. A signing. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it, it's going to be whenever the December Braves meetings. make a signing. Yeah. After Thursday, you'll have one more depressing episode about the Falcons, and then you right. won't really care. Right. Right. But we'll just plow through some United coverage. Right. We'll be like, they won. <laughs> they lost. They won the MLS Cup and be like... I mean, if they yeah, win, it's just going to be me arguing that it's not a real championship. Right. And we can't count this as an Atlanta championship. Really what are your thoughts on this? You're really marketing? responding to the feedback of your users here, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till that happens. Sure. All right, Graham. <laughs> well, you interrupted me, so I mean, do you have anything else to say? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You just look so sad. I am sad. <laughs> it's life in the winter sports fan. Thinking about the Falcons. This poor guy over here in his Hawks shirt and his Falcons <laughs> hat. <laughs> Tomorrow starts today, damn it. <laughs> I'm adorned in the... Turns out, not in, so much. In the attire of losers, but I love them. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Until next time, rise up, chop on, unite and conquer. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, rise up, chop on, 
Unite and conquer. Stay in brotherhood. And remain true to Atlanta. Off the top of the sip. Cheers. I can't tell if you're drunk or just tired. <laughs>